What makes the difference between a fighter and a martial artist? And is it possible to be both? Hey, what's up? I'm Ken. This is Kenfu TV, and each week I release videos on the martial arts, philosophy, technique, training, that sort of thing. Each week, these videos become infinitely more possible thanks to a handful of subscribers who have chosen to support the channel by becoming members. What you might not have known is that members get the ability to request videos based on certain things that they want to see, topics that they want to hear talked about, uh, questions that they have, or physical things that they specifically want to see from a technique perspective. Usually those get released privately in the Kenfu Inner Circle Facebook group, but every now and again there's, there's a topic that is so interesting that I feel like I want to put together a whole video on it. That's what happened this week. One of our members, Josh, he reached out and he said, hey, could you talk about the difference between martial artists and fighters? Mostly the culture, if you can. I've done traditional martial arts and been in an MMA gym. I've noticed a big difference between the two, but I'd love to hear your thoughts and others. And we talked a little bit about this. Josh has recently got his Kenfu green belt. You'll know the people supporting the channel when you see them in the comments because they've got sweet badges with belts. The longer they're members, the, the, the higher they go up in, in rank. And Josh has hit his green belt well on his way to his Kenfu black belt. I thought that'd be a fun way to recognize the people who are helping make this channel possible. When Josh says he wants to hear my thoughts and others, he's specifically talking about possibly a discussion, a discussion about this with, with fighters and with stuff like that. So I actually reached out to Josh and I said, hey, what do you think? Do you want to get together and talk about this? And he's totally game. And now I'm looking for a fighter to join us to have conversation from that side of things. So if you are one or no one who wants to reach out and see if that's something we might want to link up on, hit those comments and let me know. In the meantime, I thought I would start off the conversation by putting together this video on my initial thoughts, where I'm at right now when it comes to fighters and martial artists. In order to even have this conversation, I feel like the most important thing you have to start off with is defining what exactly you mean when you say each of these words. When you say fighter or martial artist, what is that to you? For the rest of this video to make sense, here are my definitions of a fighter and a martial artist. For each of these, I think there are multiple definitions that you could go by, and, and over time, historically, this, these terms have changed what they mean. Historically, a martial artist was someone who practiced a martial art, an art that was a combative and warfare art. These days, when I think of, of a martial artist or I hear someone refer to themselves or other people as martial artists, I think specifically of people who are pursuing a martial discipline, especially in the traditional martial arts realm, karate, taekwondo, tai chi, different things that that are more traditional in the way that they do it. They've got a culture and a history to what they do. This, unfortunately, because of the way that goes, definitely implies more to someone's character and the development of their character, their self-discipline, their self-control, their understanding of, of history and the culture and that kind of stuff, and very often means a lot less when it comes to the physical arts. Being able to actually just say that a martial artist is someone who is good at fighting or good at defending themselves or good at you really can't just blanket say that. It's just not something that's true globally or universally. Whereas on the other hand, a fighter, in my interpretation, a fighter is a person who fights um, consensually. So somebody who's into a combat sport, for example, the, the dueling idea, the, the idea of two people who have, who have taken a fight together, who have decided that they will get together under the rule set of whatever it is that they do, and they will fight each other to see who wins, usually for our entertainment. So a fighter is really different than a martial artist because their goal is to get up and use this immediately, whereas a martial artist, they might 
hope to never actually physically interact with somebody at all outside of the dojo. There are other ways that I'll hear the word fighter used and I'll even use it myself. It's like, man, man, he's a fighter. Usually that, to me, defines an idea of somebody who won't give up. They're unstoppable. They, they push through whatever it is. They fight their way to the other side. For the context of this conversation, that's not what I'm talking about. So in this case, a fighter is not somebody who is, who is unstoppable and, and resilient. It's a person who probably has those attributes, but specifically is someone who has fights, who does fighting. And a martial artist is somebody who trains for the art of it, someone who wants the culture and the character and the tradition of all, all of it. To continue on this topic, I think it's important to talk about the context and the goals between a martial artist and a fighter. A martial artist, the context usually is that concept of, of betterment, self-betterment, self-discipline, self-control, self-esteem, self-confidence, the self specifically. Whereas a fighter, while they gain those things, tends to be focused on the prowess, the ability to, to beat someone else. In, within the rule set of whatever they're doing. Those are strongly different contexts, and their goals are different. Martial artists wants to improve themselves and, and gain infinite amounts of knowledge while, while achieving physical skill, but they're achieving it for themselves. And like I said, a lot of times that goes untested outside of their own school. If their school is a school that even does some kind of testing, sparring, live training, there are many that don't and many arts that when you think of the, the modern application of Tai Chi is not very often used in a physical combative way, though it had plenty of martial principles that were for that. Not many schools teach it that way anymore. Karate also has shifted a lot. You don't see nearly as many karate schools that are focused on the idea of training in such a way to test and prove what they do. Fighter, on the other hand, their goals are to take a fight and to win. Very simple. Become the best, take on fights that are more difficult, and continue to overcome and, and win these challenges where they put themselves and their skill to the test. This context is also very much about the self, but in a drastically different way. It's obviously also worth mentioning that traditional martial artists, a lot of times, one of the goals is not just that self-preservation, that self-everything, uh, the growth of the self, but oftentimes along the way, the, the goals are also the achievement of rank, be it a belt or a title or, or some sort of thing that's representative inside of your system. That rank is, is something that people strive for, and that helps keep them motivated and, and is part of their, their focus structure. Whereas fighters, there's not a, a rank of fighters. When you go to that gym, it's not everybody standing near each other and each one of them has their own rank and they line up next to their rank. No, they just show up and they're, they're good at what they're good at, they're bad at what they're bad at, and, and everybody is equal in their own way and everybody knows when a skill level is just generally higher across the board. It's entirely down to attributes and skills and ability than it is any kind of rank. The only real rank that, that gets bestowed, rank or titles in, in the fighting realm, is you might have, have a, a fight record, right? You might have a title, champion, grand champion, whatever, for your weight class or whatever it is. And you may be a coach or a gym owner, something like that. That would be the closest to being having some kind of um, ritualistic title as you, you might be the coach. Traditional martial arts, obviously, on the other side, has, has much more emphasis on, on rank and structure, especially the more the Japanese system kind of got involved, the more things got categorized and you, and you kept to your levels. And if you wanted to do this, you needed to be a certain level. Even the sparring and the fighting happens that way. Weight classes exist, but it's also down to this cue versus this cue, this rank versus this is this rank, or this group of ranks are paired up with each other. The fighting sphere tends to have a lot less overall, 
and emphasis on just, can you do it? When you take those contexts and you take those goals and you put them into uh, perspective of the methodology and the training that they do, you'll also see a large number of differences. Schools that train to fight, schools that train fighters, and maybe they have competitions or they, or they train people for specific actual fights, uh, fight events. Those schools, they focus very specifically on the conditioning and the training of the individual because part of the rules are, are based in the idea that these fights happen a lot of times in rounds that have a certain amount of time to them. And so your ability to sustain yourself over a long period of time is critical. So there's so much more time and effort put into conditioning where martial arts maybe doesn't see that nearly as often. Do they have warm-ups? Yes. Do they do they train some conditioning? Sure, depending on the school. But is it something where the average martial artist is capable of three five-minute rounds back-to-back going full out? Uh, it's really not. Very, very few schools are approaching it that way, where combat sports schools and fighting schools are going to be focused on the idea that you need that stamina. When it comes to the drills and, and that sort of thing, the, you see a lot of similarities, actually. The, the shadow boxing and pad work and working with partners and stuff like that. That, Especially these days when I look around, even the traditional martial arts schools are doing a lot more of that. Different, different techniques, drilling things, and making sure that they're good at them. Martial artists might have more things like forms that they do, whereas you might have your fighters doing more just straight conditioning right into, into drilling specific techniques, right into sparring those techniques and making sure that they work live. Martial artists have a tendency to focus on the broader scope of understanding rather than the individual. There's a focus put on on dispatching the entire art and the whole scope of the art to every individual so that they may continue to teach it and all of this, whereas a fighter is generally going to be trained with the fundamentals and then trained to emphasize and and become better at the things that they uniquely are good at, the things that they're good at doing, the things that are high success rate, high percentage for them when they fight. They also have to spend more time knowing their weaknesses, the things that somebody might do against them or the things that they might not be good at and the ways that they might be defeated so that they can focus on either how to manage those or how to overcome those or how to turn those into advantages in their own. You might argue and say that some of that conversation happens in the martial arts stuff too. And yeah, it usually does as a, as a, a, a mental exercise of just the ideas of processing and understanding and usually all theoretical Whereas a fighter, their their intent and their need for this comes directly out of, I'm going to have to go fight someone, and they're likely to try these things on me, and I need to know how to manage them. And it's not, I might one time in my life experience this, it's I'll probably be experiencing this on Friday night, and I'm going to need to be ready. One of the other things that, that fighters will do that martial artists typically won't is they'll specifically have to look at the person they're going to be fighting and come to understand what that person's strengths and weaknesses are so that they can approach them in their own fight, in their own training. Traditional martial arts tends to be way more theoretical, and it spends more time on what could happen, how could it happen, and then approaching everything all the time rather than being very specific. When it comes to sparring, this is another big difference between traditional martial arts and fighting. Traditional martial arts puts a lot of emphasis on speed and explosive power and, and sharpness and quickness and the ability to be very clean in technique. And a lot of times the way things are judged is by how clean that technique was. Did you have one perfect punch? Did you do a perfect combination? Did you do all of that without ever getting hit? You know, these sort of things. How clean did it look? How easy was it to understand what happened? Where fighters, it's about the win. 
If it's a submission-based fight, it's about, did that other person submit? If it's a knockout-based fight, did that person get knocked out? Is If it is a point or technical knockout type of situation... How did your overall technique do by them, and how did they how did they see you as the person who had the advantage for the longest amount of time? Everything about the way that the sparring is measured is by effect and not by aesthetic. Again, these are not things that are universally true. Traditional martial arts schools, there are ones that I consider to be better than others who spar with the goal of function over the aesthetic of fighting. And it's not about the dance, so to speak. It's about being able to get in there and, and achieve a result, achieve a response, make something happen. This is where, if that's happening, this is where the two things can come together a little bit better. Fighters are going to do what works. They're going to use whatever they have that fits the rule set to be able to achieve their goal. So their whole school or training gym or whatever might do a certain thing a certain way, but then they might have their own things that they do that that's just, that's what they're going to focus on because it's working for them. They're going to give up a lot and they're not going to worry about how clean it looks because they're going to worry about whether or not the guy's unconscious when they're done doing it. They're going to worry about whether or not they're not unconscious when they're done doing it. A lot of times in the actual training part of it, martial artists will spar light a fair bit and then maybe ramp it up a bit, but then really realistically they still keep it light, semi-contact, things like that. Fighters, on the other hand, tend to spar light, which is advisable. You, If you're not getting paid to fight, if, that, if the fight that you're having is not one you're getting paid for, you shouldn't be taking a lot of damage. Save that for the real fight. But then when it's time to fight, the contact usually goes to full contact. It goes to a higher level of impact. It goes to a much more dramatic result. And things become much more critical to get right and to, and to survive and, and achieve your goals. These are the ways that I see the sparring being different and the way the methodology and the mindset being different when it comes to sparring. So let's ask the question, can you be both? Can you be a fighter and a martial artist? And I think actually, yes. And sometimes you get these, these kind of comparisons where you're like, this can be that, but the opposite's not the, the same. And I don't find that at all. I find a martial artist has the ability to be a fighter just as easily as a fighter has the ability to be a martial artist. Now, that said, if you are a fighter and you fight for the goal of, of money or, or fame or success or whatever it is, the amount of time you spend not preparing for that is drastically reducing the amount of success you might have. So to be a martial artist and to focus on all the martial things might slice the pie too much when it comes to being successful in the ring or in the cage or in the octagon or whatever it is that you're, you're fighting in. Where a martial artist on the other side, their, their goal is it's for life. It's not for, it's not for a fight this weekend. It's for all time. And so everything that they're doing is like that. So if they decide to fight for a while or focus on a fight, then they can do that, but it doesn't really impact the overall structure necessarily. The one thing that I will say about fighting specifically for a win, even if you're a traditional martial artist, is that really puts an emphasis and a, and a focus on your training. It puts you in a place where you are specifically having strong goals that you are motivated to hit and to achieve and gives you a, a laser focus to review what's happening and to make micro-adjustments to everything you're doing. Fighters are doing that all the time because it's necessary for their goals. Traditional martial artists have the ability to kind of lose sight of that, and as things are going well and they're, they're doing everything so gradually and so broadly, 
that a lot of times that focus can be lost. Sometimes you will see a martial artist become a fighter. They'll gain an interest in, in developing in that way or testing their skills, and they'll go do that. And usually, a lot of times, they'll do that for a while. As they get older, less capable, injured more, that kind of stuff, then they might drop back into being a, mar being a martial artist. Fighters, uh, I'm not really in that realm, so what I'm about to say might be completely false. It's just my observation, which is fighters tend to not drift into being a martial artist in the long term. They tend to become coaches and stay in that realm and stay in the realm of fighting and, and not drift in and out into the martial arts sphere. I don't know. This is what I've seen. I have not seen a lot of people that be like, yeah, I used to be a boxer. I boxed forever. And now I, I kind of coming away from that. I'm getting older. I'm going to start doing karate instead because I want to focus on my mind. I don't see a lot of that. I really don't. I think it's entirely possible for a skilled traditional martial artist from a good club to be able to go into combat sports and do very well and be able to, to focus on the things that they're missing and, and strive for success and do a really good job. I feel like fighters have the equal opportunity to come into the martial arts, but they tend to not be as interested or is motivated by all the other all the other fluff. They get bored with the parts that don't really have to do with what with what they're good at or used to doing. So is it possible to do both? I think absolutely. Uh, is it likely that people will do both? Not nearly as likely, but you do have people that that do it. You do have your Leona Machitas and your George St. Pierre's and your and your uh, Wonder Boy Thompsons and all of that who who they are good in both realms. That they have that traditional martial arts. They do that. They're very good at it. But they also fight and compete, and they're very skillful at both things. Generally, I see people veer one direction or the other. But there are people who very successfully do both. What do you think? What things have I forgotten to mention? What things have I left out? That when it comes to the difference between a martial artist and a fighter that they are either different or the same. Uh, I guess realistically I didn't spend a lot of time on the things that are the same between the two, uh, mostly the differences. But leave them in the comments if you've got some thoughts on this, if this has generated and got the wheels turning and have you thinking about some things, please leave those in the comments. Let's have a discussion. That's it for me. If you want to see more things like this, check out the playlists below. Or if you want to support the channel, head over to KenFuMerch.com to grab a t-shirt or something to help support what I've got going on. Or if you want to request your own videos and get access to a bunch of other content, you can become a member by clicking that join link below. Big thanks again to Josh, KenFu Greenbelt, Josh for posing this question and, and coming up with this topic and, and wanting to know more about it and giving me something to talk about this week. I'm Ken, this is Kenfu TV, and I'll catch you in the next one.